Hello, hello all, and welcome to The L Show, where the L and the L Show stands for leaning in, which means that we will not shy away from any subject, no matter how taboo or uncomfortable. Things like menopause, sex and libido, mental health and depression, difficulties with weight loss, and all other topics that are important to us maturing women in the prime of our lives. Thank you for tuning in and either watching or listening to the show. If you have any questions during the show, please call in and we will do our best to get you on the air to answer your questions. You can call 844-STUDIO-4. I am your host, Dr. Nicole Eastman, and I'm the owner of Rose Pharmacy and Boutique Apothecary located here in Cornelius. We are a compounding pharmacy with a focus on functional medicine. And what this means is that my team and I, we make medications that are specifically formulated for you. We also provide holistic alternatives like supplements, vitamins, and much more. You can find out more about us by checking out our Instagram and Facebook at Rose Pharmacy and Boutique Apothecary uh, or on our website at roserxboutique.com. Boutique.com. I would like to introduce my guest co-host, Patty Alvarez, OHYA certified. She is the owner of Good Soul Hot Yoga in Mooresville. Welcome, Patty, and oh, thank, thank you for being my co-host. Today. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. So, Patty, tell us about your background and how you blossomed into the 3D realization of Good Soul. Okay. Well, um, I always like to say from a very young age, I think I could walk probably. I was handed a set of pom-poms and kind of put in front of a crowd. (laughs) So I like that. I like people. I like to inspire Mm -hmm. um, and made way through life. And actually, my first love was fashion and Mm -hmm. had a a small chain of clothing stores in New Jersey Mm. called Funk and Standard Variety Store. So very similar to Urban Outfitters. Okay. Gotcha. Um, Clothing, housewares, gifts, offbeat kind of humorous Mm -hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, in a downtown very similar to Davidson. They call Red Bank the hippest town in New Jersey. So that okay. was a lot of fun. Got involved politically and uh, socially. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. and then at some point, uh, life kind of took over. And um, I sadly lost my parents. A little. They were both a little too young. But um, mm-hmm. found myself in Mooresville. Um, love brought me here 10 years ago. My now husband, Manny, mm-hmm. um, was from where I was from and moved here. We met at a party there in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had always done Bikram yoga my whole life. So okay. I would say until my from my early 20s. Okay. Um, and there was a state-of-the-art, fantastic studio here, which made moving here a bonus. And mm-hmm. I wound up practicing here. And to make a long story short, bought the studio from the then owner, uh, Amy Clement. Gotcha. Yeah, okay, that wonderful. Was a lot. <laughs> no, great. Listen, so we want our listeners to know as much about you as possible. Cool. Um, so in the month of September... We have a focus on uh, mental health and well-being and how to help ourselves by getting all of those puzzle pieces put together. So how we handle and deal with stress beyond just the foods that we eat, the sleep that we're getting, and the gut that we are trying to keep happy. This opens up a chasm of physical opportunities that have been clinically shown to play just as much of a vital role, which is the reason why I brought Patty on as our guest today. We want to get as much perspective on yoga as both a physical and mental practice that ultimately leads to a resilient mind and body. That's that's big for us, right? So uh, we are looking for ways to protect our minds. Like, 
you know, doing puzzles. I mean, we learn a new skill, you know, that's creating new pathway connections in our brain that help it to stay fit, thus protecting it from challenges. Um, we also know the importance of respiration and oxygenation that comes with exercise. So we put those two end games together and that creates a synergy that we know is measurable. And then on top of this, mindfulness, and it's an absolute game changer when it comes to physical and mental well-being. So this is why we are spending this show talking about the amazing world of yoga and its benefits. And remember, guys, we are here to give you information, tools, and resources that can help us um, help us all really to both anticipate and welcome longevity. Uh, my goal, as it is in every show, is that something resonates with you and you decide to take something away that you can add or do differently in your daily lives. And today, I would like that something to be yoga. Patty, I love to share fun facts okay. with our with our, our listeners. Um, and I think you can also add some insight to them. We were talking about a few of them. And you do have some amazing insight to a lot of these. Um, now, remember to our listeners and viewers, something from our fun facts could absolutely show up in one of our trivia questions later in the month, and you could win a very amazing prize um, from Rose Pharmacy and Boutique Apothecary. So here we go. Yoga mat. I found that there was a yoga mat that cost a hundred thousand dollars. Yes. Like, what that is nuts. So I looked and it was called the Chakra Karma Mat. And apparently it had it was made in LA. And you know, in LA everything is big, mm -hmm. right? They do a lot of things huge, hugely. Mm -hmm. Um they, it was using vegetable tan leather and then it was adorned in gemstones, like diamonds, rubies opal, emerald, sapphire, amber, and carnelian. And you were telling me that those represent... The chakras. The chakras. The seven chakras. Gotcha. Sure. Gotcha. So I'm like, okay, well, what got that thing to 100 grand? I guess the size... The gems. The size and the size of the gems, the carrot of the gems. Sure. Um, the, the quality uh, of the leather. Yes. But $100,000. Sure. Wow. Well, what gets a Rolex to $8,000 when a Timex is essentially the same thing? Yeah. <laughs> okay. You got a point. People will pay for it. You got a point. Exactly. <laughs> How do we value things? We value what people pay for them. That's sure. absolutely correct. Sure. Um, so the original, so the other, another fact, the original purpose of yoga was self-liberation. So freedom from the mind and all its suffering to reach enlightenment, freedom and inner peace. Sure. So, like, give me a little bit of history with that. Okay, so yoga as a whole, yes. Mm -hmm. And um, as, as some may know, that yoga does have eight limbs. And mm -hmm. of those eight limbs, and we've talked about mm -hmm. this at the risk of boring the audience, I don't mm -hmm. necessarily have to get into all of them. Mm -hmm. um, but two of the most prevalent would be, of course, pranayama, which is breath work, which is mm -hmm. used a lot, not only in yoga, but in mm -hmm. just sitting in traffic. Mm -hmm. um, there's an old saying, there's not um, much that a few deep breaths can't cure. That's mm -hmm. kind of what breath work is. Gotcha. And then of course, asana, which is the poses. Mm -hmm. So the origins of yoga date back to about 5,000 years ago. So 2700 BC, the poses were first mentioned in the Rig Veda, and the Vedas are basically, mm -hmm. let's just uh, equate it to maybe the Bible or okay. the Quran. Or, okay. um, and it was formulated to relax the body 
in preparation for prayer and meditation so that disciples, people would come to their what's called a rishi, which is almost like a guru or a mm-hmm. priest or mm-hmm. a, a monk. And um, in order to prepare themselves for prayer and meditation, they would do poses because it hurts to sit still um, for any length of time. Mm. Um, yoga, uh, the term yoga comes from, from the Latin root. Um, I, don't, I don't think it's a Latin root. The root Sanskrit, yuj, mm-hmm. which means to yoke the body and the mind. And the hmm. breath is kind of the thread that connects the two by way of the mind and the poses. Gotcha. Okay. So thank you for explaining that. No problem. Um, so the the next, the next I thought was interesting and actually the reason why we're doing the show, to be honest with you. So the number one reason that people do yoga is to improve mobility and flexibility. Um, the number two reason is to improve mental health. So many reasons, like we have the physical, emotional, addiction recovery, cancer treatment, but we're talking about the number two being mental health. And I think that that is a great reason why this is such an important topic when we're talking about our mental health and well-being. Sure. And when we come back from break, we will continue this wonderful discussion with Patty. Welcome back and namaste. (laughs) I'm your host, Dr. Nicole Eastman, and I'm here with my guest, Patty Alvarez, the owner of Good Soul Hot Yoga in Mooresville. Patty, can we talk about yoga styles and how many different types of yoga styles are there? Okay, so at this point, since it's been westernized or brought to the US, I would say there's probably countless. I think every Mm -hmm. other day somebody's coming up with a method. Generally, there's about 11 core styles falling under the Hatha yoga. So Hatha yoga meaning basically the physical practice as Mm -hmm. in the asanas of yoga. Um, The most popular would be if you went on say a carnival cruise or took yoga at church or the Mm -hmm. gym, vinyasa. So you flow with the breath. then, of course, there's Bikram Hot 26 Yoga, which is my uh, specialité. Um, uh, there's Yin Yoga, which is more of like a relaxing form of yoga. Um, and then there's Anusara, Kundalini, um, Iyengar. These, uh, sp- those two specifically are people. Um, and they're mm-hmm. all different ways we can slice it up. I mean, we could talk about this for days. But generally about there's really six core um, practices that everybody does. Okay. So when many people think about yoga, though, the first thing that they think about are poses. Um, is is that what it's all about? Or is that just one aspect of yoga? Um, yes. So as we had talked about earlier, the mm-hmm. eight limbs of yoga okay. um, being specifically um, the basis, the foundation for yoga. Um, but yoga starting with enlightenment and the, um, the eight limbs being yama, niyama, uh, pratyahara, um, of course, the asana, uh, asanas, mm-hmm. the uh, pranayama, which is the breath work, mm-hmm. um, and then darasana, I think I'm saying that right. I'm sorry. Dharana, okay. um, which is more about meditation, concentration, and of course, samadhi being um, enlightenment. It's what everybody's reaching for. It's bliss. It's total like walking on air, Eckhart Tolle kind of living. Yeah. And so. I love Eckhart Tolle, by the way. Me too. Love Eckhart Me Tolle. Me too. Um, so considering all of the styles and poses, is it safe for someone who is mature 
Mm -hmm. to start yoga. Sure. Yeah. I mean, there's a saying, you're never too old and it's never too late. Um, And as I had said to you earlier, I mean, I ran the New York City Marathon and, Mm -hmm. you know, overweight, uh, old, old people would run by. Nothing against either of those Mm -hmm. types. But um, absolutely, positively, it's all relative. And you and I can take the same exact pose. And based on our physical ability, if I can touch my toes or pancake my hands on the floor and you can only touch your thighs. Yeah, I can't pancake my hands on the floor. All right. right Well, that's okay. But we're both I've seen you do it. And I can't do it. (laughs) Well, the beauty of it is we're both getting the same benefit. So, um, you know, if you could kind of put the ego aside, because some people, oh, my God, I need a pedicure. There's all these other like, you know, silly little reasons why. Yeah. Yeah. But the reality is that um, Mm -hmm. we teach to all levels and most most studios do that. We teach to all skill levels. Um, And very rarely do people come into a yoga studio like, yeah, I'm going to do yoga. They're CrossFit uh, injured or, and again, love CrossFit, nothing Mm -hmm. against them. They're in cancer treatment. They're in addiction recovery. Uh, Their doctor made them come. They're depressed. Nobody really like rolls into yoga like Mm -hmm. I'm doing yoga. Um, They do crawl in. Uh, sad and injured, um, but they all do cartwheels out the door. And that's the beauty of what we do. So uh, from what you just said, all of the benefits of yoga, Mm -hmm. I mean, clearly are overwhelming. Mm -hmm. Um, From the mental health perspective and the decreased impact of stress, I see that this is something that would be beneficial for everyone. We talked about the the different limbs and Mm -hmm. one was like what we're all trying to get to that. What was the last one called? The Samadhi. So with the the enlightenment, because Mm -hmm. we can, we change our perspective that can really have such a great impact on our mental health and mental well-being and how we, how we see ourselves, you know? Um, But I read somewhere that yoga does actually change your brain structure. Mm Mm-hmm. So how does that happen? Well, back what you had said earlier about the neurological pathways, mm-hmm. that is true. Mm-hmm. But in speaking English, it's just like falling in love. It's mm-hmm. like finding God. Mm-hmm. Um, the poses and um, the breath work and the community, um, it creates a stillness within and a sense of empowerment. And I bet if we sat down with a scientist, they could probably explain to us, you know, logistically how that happens Mm -hmm. within. Right. But I can tell you that um, if you ask somebody why being in love makes, again, taking the world from like a la Wizard of Oz, from black and white to color, how, why, um, I try not to ask too much and just go with it because we are literally in the business of getting people being better at who they are and the yoga poses they work. And if you find what works for you, so in other words, some people like yin, some people like Bikram, some people like uh, a a nice power vinyasa class, if it works, go with it. And Mm -hmm. um, I would recommend that. And and if it is, uh, you know... um, uh, Orange Theory or CrossFit or something like that. If you're going to do it, the best way to get to do it is to do something that you like doing, mm-hmm. right? And yoga for me and for all of our students works wonders. So, so do you find that people come come there with one expectation mm-hmm. and then they leave having experienced something completely different? Completely. Completely. Another thing I say to the girls at the studio, we have a wonderful group of 12 teachers now. um, And what I always say to them is that we are 65% asana or yoga, Mm -hmm. our class, and we are 35% community. 
So we've lived in a time over the past three years where, you know, we were told to kind of stay home and um, all that kind of stuff. And we are in the business of uniting people. And um, that's part of the beauty in the nourishment, I think, of any healthy, positive organization. It keeps people out of, you know, we all like to have our wine or whatever, but it keeps people Mm -hmm. healthy and connected and strong. Some people walk in, they don't want to talk to anybody. Other people I walk out, I'll teach a whole nother class and there'll be a group of people outside talking, you know, after the next class ended. So that also is is great about it, too, is the sense of community. So how would you, I'm just asking this off the cuff, how would you describe yourself? Are you Mm -hmm. the traditional yogi? No. Or... Okay. I, I mean, what is, I mean, I can't really say, and I'm sure a traditional yogi would say like, well, what is that? Yeah. What is beauty? What is this? What is that? Right. It's relative. Mm-hmm. Um, do I, do you hear me jingle jangle when I walk around um, or smell like patchouli or, uh, you know, the traditional, <laughs> okay. no, no. Uh, I watched the Kardashians and we were laughing before. I like my lipstick and my Louie and yeah. uh, no, I'm not, to be honest with you. Um, but I think that's just kind of, you know, it's funny. A lot of people who know me, mm-hmm. uh, maybe if they were to describe me, they might describe me as, I don't know if crunchy would be the word, because that I am not, but some sort of, um, like, I don't know if the word is eccentric, but let's say granola? spiritual, maybe. Well, I don't even know if granola would be a good word, maybe. right? Maybe. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, it's you know, at, my, at this age, I'm 51. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I guess I'm still trying to feel my way. I'm trying to figure that one out. But, you know, I'm just trying to be the best I can at being who I am. Mm-hmm. But that's a great question. No, I'm not your traditional. And the, the type of yoga I specialize mm-hmm. in, which is the Bikram sequence, um, is really more of like a type A athletic. We don't get too much into philosophy. It's 26 straight poses. Um, it's done by athletes. And, you know, in our case, we have NFL players at the studio and NASCAR drivers. Um, again, like I said, we have people who are going through chemo and we have people who are, you know, about to do a triathlon across the uh, Sahara Desert next week and everything in between. So. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So I, I have taken a yoga class mm-hmm. in the past and I really felt like you said, like people are really, you get into your head oh, yeah. and you're just kind of like, oh my gosh, I'm just not as flexible. I'm yeah, not as, sure. you know, so what's the advice for those people that are thinking like that? Yeah. Intimidated sort yeah, of. What's your advice? Um, put it aside. Mm-hmm. Laugh. Nobody cares that you haven't had a pedicure. Nobody's looking are at you. Are you sure? Positive. Are you sure? Positive. Okay. Although I will say the crunchiest of the crunches <laughs> do walk through with fresh toenails. Like even yeah. us yoga teachers, we like, no, but absolutely put it aside. Mm-hmm. Yoga works. And what what I think the greatest benefit is, is that people come in, we describe them almost as baby deer. If you know when somebody gives a birth, some a deer gives birth, mm-hmm. you know, the mm-hmm. deer comes out, you know, they mm-hmm. can't walk. It's hard for them mm-hmm. to straighten their arm or point their fingers. Mm -hmm. Um, And they walk out like Cirque du Soleil performers. So if you drop your keys, if you have to pick up your kid, if you have to turn quickly, you don't throw your back out because your body is limber. You are opening up the muscles and Mm -hmm. and strengthening the muscles around the joints to protect your body so you can stand taller and you can walk like smoother, like you're walking on air almost. Um, Yeah. So I'll just say this. I do find it interesting when people discuss lifestyles, um, because, you know, that encompasses not only you, but your surroundings, uh, your purposeful exposure, Mm -hmm. um, your community. Do you 
do most folks consider yoga as a lifestyle in itself or is it just a part of an already established lifestyle? Because, you know, mm-hmm. you have communities. Mm-hmm. This is this is who I am. But mm-hmm. what, what are your thoughts around that? So I think in any case, people can take things to excess. We all have that friend who's the runner who's like, you know, run, farce, run. They don't stop. They have this body like, you know, women with body like a 12-year-old boy. Um, mm-hmm. But no, I think, again, I'll bring it back to the falling in love or finding God. Yoga gets you better at being who you are by taking time to hit pause, to turn inward, you know, to see yourself. And really, they say yoga is the journey through the self to the self, and it gets you better at life in general. So off Mm. the mat, let's say life off the mat is where it really does influence. It radiates. It's so much bigger than being able to touch your toes. Um, Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's powerful. And I hope our listeners can feel, because I can feel that. So yeah. I hope our listeners can really feel, feel that. I mean, mm-hmm. the mental relief that mm-hmm. you can experience sure. sounds amazing. Yeah. We will continue our discussion when we get back from break. See you then. <laughs> Namaste. <laughs> Welcome back. I'm your host, Dr. Nicole Eastman, and I'm here with my co-host, Patty Alvarez, owner of Good Soul Hot Yoga. Patty, tell us about Good Soul Hot Yoga. Sure. So we're in what we call the rectangle of Mooresville. We're right off 77, exit Mm -hmm. 35. And we're a 5,000 square foot facility. So we have a 1,200 square foot hot room. It's a state-of-the-art facility with infrared heat, um, antimicrobial floors. We have a great humidifying system. And um, of course, also we have an HVA system, ERV, that circulates the air. So if there's any skeptics who are like, oh, they hear that word hot and they're like, no way, I can't do that. Well, it's Mm -hmm. not hot like you're walking through Disney World or hot like you're laying on the beach frying. Um, It's very controlled. There's circulation and oxygen mm-hmm. um so yeah i mean that's it's beautiful if hello sailor were a yoga studio that's what it would look like it's hip wow. it's fun it's wow. clean and um it's mm-hmm. in a it's in the race park so we're off the beaten path a little bit i mean we're right off 77 but we're not saying next to like a big sub shop or mm-hmm. um uh, so there's always plenty of parking. The parking lot does get crowded, but there is always plenty of parking okay. and you're not smelling fried onions from the restaurant next door. So yeah. it's, it's in basically what was supposed to be and intended to be an office space. We also have a, a cycling room too. So we'll okay. be resurrecting our cycling plant program probably I would say sometime in mid-fall, so within the next month or two. So what about the humidity? Do you mm-hmm. keep the humidity at a certain temperature sure. to sure. help with... I mean, making it tolerable. Yes. Sure. So the temperatures range anywhere between 85 and 105 degrees Mm -hmm. and the humidity for, I would say if we have eight classes on the schedule, six of the eight classes, we use the humidifier and it's at 40%. So um, we also call that in the business that the yoga business world, the poor man's heat. So the humidity, the humidity Mm -hmm. does cause condensation on the body. Okay. So people are like, oh, I'm sweating so bad, but sometimes it really is just (laughs) condensation, which is kind of funny, but listen, whatever makes them happy (laughs) whatever gets them through the class so what is what's what do you find is like the experience for a first timer that comes to good soul well usually i recommend people try a class called deep stretch which is very similar to yin yoga Mm -hmm. um 
aka sloth yoga. Okay. So you'll come in and there's really very little, um, you're basically working with gravity the whole time. So Mm -hmm. lay on your back, take this block, put it under your lower back. It's going to force you to arch your back, Mm -hmm. um, arms out to the side, open up your chest. We have Marianne, we have Cindy Bishop and Sandy Mari. There are three deep stretch teachers. And um, I call, especially if you've ever seen Orange is the New Black, Norma, who would put her hands on the the female inmates and like faith heal them. Marianne is our resident Norma. She does Reiki healing also while she teaches Mm -hmm. um and it's almost like you got a massage it really is people leave like yoga buzzed every class somebody leaves a water bottle uh their yoga mat because it's just it's literally like you got a massage so it's it's quite blissful so do you think that people are like when you're going in for the first time though are they like typically nervous that when they're when they're coming in are they just like apprehensive is it completely Always. They're mm. always, like I said earlier, it's an injury. It's a doctor. Mm-hmm. It's I'm depressed. It's, you know, my wife is telling me if I don't do something, she's going to, you know, my clothes are going to be on the front mm-hmm. yard. So they come in in need. Um, they're nervous, like we had talked about in the earlier segment. And um, the lights are dim. And mm-hmm. it's nobody's looking at one another. And again, everybody's kind of in their own little fiefdom, their own little kind of cocoon in this class. Mm-hmm. And um, it gets, gives people an opportunity to get to know the studio. And then from there, I can kind of look at them, talk to them and say, try a hot 26 class. Try Inferno Hot Pilates, which is not yoga. It's more like burn boot camp or orange mm-hmm. theory. Um, and of course, or try a Baptiste class. You look like you're a little crunchy and you mm-hmm. might want to do a traditional vinyasa Baptiste style class. So what makes what makes you different from other yoga studios? I just think we're awesome. I think the most yeah, important thing is our our girls, uh, the teachers. Um, my cousin Nina had an old saying when we were kids about men, no dogs allowed. Well, I say that also. About, I say that also about the people who work at Good Soul. They're all wonderful. And as my mother would have said about my sisters and I, one is um, they're all different and they're all wonderful. So mm-hmm. the teaching staff, hands down. Um, and then from there, I think it's our our students. I mean, Mm -hmm. again, no dogs allowed. If anybody is going to be kind of like jerky or have an attitude or walk in and put on a performance, like everybody look at me because I can put my leg behind my head, uh, it just doesn't fly. And and that includes teachers. It's Mm -hmm. they're not putting on like a show. Mm -hmm. Um, It's more or less like. you know, we just want to uplift everybody. And sometimes people are intimidated. So there's none of that. There's no scoring. There's no ranking. You're not getting points. You're not looking at an app when you leave to see how good you did compared to the person mm. next to you. It's all relative to who you are um, and what you're capable of doing. Sometimes people get intimidated. I'm definitely type A. I always say I'm mm-hmm. Italian. I'm from New Jersey. Um, rapid fire and mm-hmm. like the, the style I teach. Um, it's accountability. Because if we didn't do that, people would spend the whole class lying down or in child's pose, quote unquote, listening to their bodies. So we want to mm-hmm. definitely encourage okay. them to push the envelope and challenge themselves. Um, that's why I really, again, um, everything has its place in people's lives. But I really believe in um, physically being at the studio and not working out in front of your monitor or in front of a television screen. I think that, makes that sense. having a person looking at you yes. and holding you accountable. Accountability is, is, is huge mm-hmm. for me. I do better if I'm held accountable, if sure. I have some sort of accountability, doing it by myself. Like, yeah, you know, okay. Mm, yeah. I'm oh, just gonna... oh, let me look at my phone. Exactly. Oh, like, oh, you know you what? Know, I'm not going to do that last I don't need to do that last five minutes. Always. It's fine. I'm, Always. You know... Me too. And I own the place. <laughs> I mean, I, I totally admit I need that. it. I need yeah. it. Yeah. What's the difference between hot yoga versus, I guess, cold yoga or? Not much. 
the temperature of the room. So Bikram Chaudhary is the founder um, or creator. He studied under a man named Bishnu Ghosh in mm -hmm. uh, India back in the 50s, 60s. Mm -hmm. um, Bishnu had come up sort of with this sequence that uh, of 26 postures, and it was done outside in the heat. So um, this might be of interest to you. So rather than prescribing penicillin or a Z-pack to, mm -hmm. um, to people who are ill, they would prescribe yoga poses. Um, wow. So Bikram worked for a doctor in Calcutta, and they would literally line up around the block and um, to get prescribed these poses. Mm -hmm. So at some point, I'm not sure if it was Bikram or Bishnu who said, well, let's put these group of poses together that will cover every joint ligament muscle system, internal, external organ, focusing on balance, strength, flexibility. And we'll, we can teach it to the masses and we can heal everybody. So Bikram took that sequence and took it basically, he stopped, I think it was in Japan and made way to the U.S., mm -hmm. started in San Francisco. And, um, and that is the one, that's the style I happen to use was done in the heat. So that's the, what they call the original hot yoga. Now, of course, there's hot vinyasa, um, power, you know, power this, power that. We do hot Pilates now at the studio. But really, there's no difference other than it makes the muscles more pliable. Um, people like to sweat. It's a tangible result. They mm -hmm. feel like they're purging and they're detoxing right. when they sweat. Um, and once you start doing hot yoga, um, if I'm in a place where there's not a hot yoga studio, you will find me in the hotel sauna doing yoga. I mean, I, it's, it's almost unthinkable for me to exercise not really? in the heat. Yeah. You get addicted to it. You do. You really do. I tell you, I, I would, I, I would, in my head, I'd be thinking, okay, so I'm already going to be stressed, like, you know, trying to get everything right. Mm -hmm. And then to have the heat on me as well. Mm -hmm. in, that's in the back of your mind. Mm -hmm. But you're saying people love it. And I know. Oh, rings you out. Rings yeah. you out. If anything, a chill mm -hmm. is going to make you more stressed. Yeah. When you're sweating like that, it's mm -hmm. like, it, it's literally, think of a washcloth. It's like you're wringing yourself out. Yeah. You're really purging. And again, it's such a strong metaphor mm -hmm. for... Um, for the emotions even more so than like, you know, a bubble butt or some like Madonna arms. It really yeah. is much more than that. Mm -hmm. um, and it really feels good. I like hey, Madonna listen. arms, by the way. Yeah, me too. Hey, yeah. Yeah. You have great arms, by the oh, way. Oh, thanks. I mean, hey. I don't know if the people can see you, but well, it's, it's, see you it's, it's a great marketing tool. Yeah. It's, it's, I would say it's good, yeah. for, it's good for business, but I'll tell you, um, it's not for everybody. And conversely, there's some mm -hmm. great studios worldwide that don't do. I mean, I, BKS Iyengar, one of my favorite yogis, more Precision-based, mm -hmm. you know, your toe is a millimeter off, point your fingers, you stay still, static in the poses, not hot. I mean, that's fine. There's a great studio, Iangor uh, uh, Studio in Charlotte. So um, not everybody is for the heat. Don't get me wrong. I mean, my husband has multiple sclerosis. I mean, mm -hmm. he's just, to him, it's unthinkable mm -hmm. to go. I mean, he's a big, like, muscle dude. So he, the right. last thing he wants to do is yoga anyway. But it's not for everybody. But to be, to answer your question... Really, not much of a difference, you know. Gotcha. Really, not not okay. at all. What are the different What are the different classes that are offered, and what skill What's the skill level need to be? Okay, all of our classes speak to all levels. Okay, this is at our particular studio, mm -hmm. so we do have, of course, our Whopper. If you want to say, if we were Burger King, would be the Bikram Hot Twenty Six sequence. From there. Um, as we had said, vinyasa and baptiste are more like if you were doing yoga at the Atlantis on vacation, a flow yoga. 
Mm-hmm. And then we have, of course, deep stretch, which is sloth yoga, relaxing. And then the, one of our best sellers and most popular at this point is Inferno Hot Pilates, which is very similar to like Beach Body. If you do like Autumn Calabrese's 21 Day Fix, it's a uh, weights, bands, music, lights flashing, like, you know, Beyonce pumping. Mm-hmm. And it's great. Men do it, women do it, and it's wonderful. So that's the, the, the soup to nuts. Okay. Okay. That that's a that's a lot. This, it's a one stop shop. <laughs> you offer so. I mean, you offer so much. Wow. And then spin soon. Okay. So you said spin. Spin cycling. Spin cycling. All right, guys. When we get back, we have a treat for you who are watching. See you when you come back. <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome back to The L Show and Namaste. I am your host, Dr. Nicole Eastman, and I'm here with my co-host, Patty Alvarez, owner of Good Soul Hot Yoga. Before we went to break, I told you all that we did have something fun. Hopefully, people who are watching, um, you know, you'll be able to see it. And if you are listening, please go back and uh, you can see this this episode if you go onto uh, the website. So we've been talking about poses, and I have asked Patty to, if she was willing to demonstrate some of those poses. And um, the first pose, because we're talking about mental health and things to help our mental clarity and our mental, mental well-being, what's the best pose that you think, what's the best pose for mental health? Okay. So I would say in speaking to... Um the three major benefits of yoga would be balance, strength, and flexibility of not only the body, but also the mind. So from there, um, there are poses that require effort and there are poses that gravity kind of handles. Mm-hmm. My personal favorite pose is triangle pose, Bikram's triangle pose. So if okay. anybody's watching, you might get some blowback from some Bikram haters, which is totally understandable and legit, but um, mm-hmm. it's a little bit of a different style. Um, so it's a kind of a combo of extended side angle and triangle where you are doing um, a combination of balance, strength, flexibility. It's a chest opener, right? The spine okay. gets compressed. It's a spine twist. All right, I want you to take off your, I want you to take off your, there you go. And I want you to demonstrate, please, sure. what we are okay. describing. Okay. So this would be Bikram's triangle here. Okay. Um, so when we go into the pose, the execution of the pose is just as important as doing the pose itself. Mm-hmm. So you don't want to see your students kind of flopping their way into a pose mm-hmm. like a rag doll. So we inhale our arms over our head. We take it out to a wide-legged stance. We set. So all of these pop parts of the poses are compartmentalized. My fingers are pointed. The ends of the poses are just as important as mm-hmm. the pose itself. So if you see somebody like this, or their hands, I would say your hands look bored. Um, very important. And I, I okay. make sure that the small details are taken care of. So the big details, we want a 90-degree angle on our knee. We flip our palms. We put our elbow in front of our knee. And it's almost like I'm in traction. Right, so I'm mm-hmm. doing the pose, I'm twisting my spine, I'm opening my heart, I'm getting neck compression in, I'm engaging my quad, right, I'm compressing my hip, where it's a lot of um, issues for people is in their mm-hmm. hip, of course, their lower back and their neck, mm-hmm. right? And then yeah. from there, you find that, as we discussed earlier, the balance of power. So if anything was lacking, like if my knee was bent, that's when you're going to start getting out of breath and you're going to be like, oh, I can't do this. I'm going to fall. Okay. Okay. My fingers are pointed. My feet are planted. Right. And basically I'm flipping unstoppable right 
right now, you know, and that's yeah. how it feels when you're okay. in the pose. As I say, this is where people kind of see rainbows, right? And then you come out of the pose exactly the opposite way that you want in. Okay, what about yeah. a, a, for anxiety and anxiety and depression? What would okay, you... Okay, so everyone's go-to, and I firmly agree, is child's pose. So if I were to give somebody, say, three important poses to do, I'd say a forward fold, a back bend, and a spine twist. So child's pose is pretty simple. Everybody knows the downward dog. It's in pretty much every, like, you know, elite yeah. commercial, whatever. So child's <laughs> pose, or here. You can do it separate leg or knees together. And you just kind of bring your chest down. You extend the fingertips forward to open up the side body, the lats. This feels really good. can be a little deceiving because when people have lower back issues, right, they want to lean forward. They want to lean forward. Um, with lower back issues in, in particular, yeah. you want to do more back bending because typically yeah. it's a bulging disc and the disc okay. is kind of shooting out the back. A back bend is going to shoot that disc back into place. So that's kind of, it gets a little tricky. Gotcha. But that's a, that's a, oh, I want my mommy, like, give me some relief. You know, that child's pose really is fantastic okay. for that stress. And, and so you, you had mentioned um, the spine twist and it's literally just... Lying on your back, okay. creating a T with your arms, mm -hmm. lifting your knees up to a 90 degree angle and just kind of laying your knees off to the side and you'll mm. feel that opening. And again, if there's any lower back issues involved, it just really opens up that whole side body. Right. And again, it lengthens and it strengthens. It's like one of my favorite go to lines when I'm teaching. You yeah. want to lengthen and strengthen. OK, so, so now I'm going to ask you, I want you to if for our listeners, what would you know, we are all trying to be better versions of ourselves. We're all mm -hmm. looking for the mental well-being. We're looking for relief, right, from mm -hmm. all of everything that's going on, mm -hmm. right, with us. What would you, what would your final lines be for, for our listeners? Okay. So in relation to yoga, mm -hmm. I would say um, that... How you do anything is how you do everything in class. So I can see, I can judge a lot about a person and their character based on how they conduct themselves in their poses. Um, my most important thing would be, um, as my late great father said to me, you're either moving in the right direction or the wrong direction, right? So mm -hmm. go that way, go the right way. Decide what you want, whether it's I want to get up and open that door handle or I want to be the next Condi, whatever it is. Write it down, figure out how you're going to do it, and mm -hmm. go get it. And rely on no one or no thing to hand it to you or make it happen for you. You make that. You decide that. And I also firmly believe that the universe is listening. And by, like, somehow, like, magic, um, things start to open up if you keep that positive perspective. Why I do what I do is because I am shifting people's, we are, me and the girls that work at the studio, we are shifting people's perspectives. They are coming in sad and lonely, and they are leaving happy and empowered. We want to empower people, and that's what we're doing at no matter what level they are. Um, so yeah, that's my most important thing is, I mean, if you believe it, right, you don't get what you wish for, you get what you know you can do, you get what you know you can have. And I think that when you, when you again, we can relate this to any sport or any uh, physical activity. 
if you aspire to do something and you come back and you keep doing it like that, I'm sure you've read Atomic Habits, right? You do yes. it over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. Eventually it's going to work, right? In the yoga room, it's like we're opening the hood and we're literally like rewiring, right? The system of virtue, let's say, in each and every one of these individuals, whether they know it or not, you know, they could never have picked up the Bhagavad Gita, which is like a great yoga um, kind of I guess, legendary, like kind of mm -hmm. like a Bible um, read um, to, you know, they're the deepest, most esoteric human beings known to me. I mean, where, wherever you are, this stuff, it just works. It's a moving meditation and it really, really does. It just makes people completely better at being who they are. What about the breath? What about oh, breath? Well, we can go. We, we discussed this a little yes. bit earlier about the book. Um, I highly recommend the book Breath. Um, uh, the breath is the fuel, so the body is the engine and the breath is the fuel. And the breath really does kind of regulate. It really does regulate. It mm -hmm. calms us down. So I always laugh at this is a little off topic, but we talk about meditation mm -hmm. and um, there's all meditation kinds of to me is very on topic of. OK, yeah, what we're health. talking about. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Absolutely. So we would say um, in my eyes, it's impossible to still the mind. It's like telling the ocean to calm down and, mm -hmm. you know, turn into an ice rink. Mm -hmm. It's just never going to happen. Mm -hmm. Right. So but what we can do is we can kind of we can still the water somewhat, somewhat, or we can go deeper into the self, as they say, in transcendental meditation. Mm -hmm. You go deeper down into that ocean floor. Right. And you do these within the poses um, and the breath really is kind of the thread. And as we talked about earlier, is to use to yoke the body and the mind. Um, how and why it's these yoga postures and why it works. Again, um, I guess it might be one of those great mysteries other than it gets the body stronger, it gets the mind calmer. Um, and I think it, it, it is just empowering people, constantly empowering people. We see it every day. You see. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I, yeah. I love I love that. And again, you know, that is what we're trying to do here on the show. We're trying to equip people with um, information, with tools, with things that will make us better, mm -hmm. make us better for ourselves and for the world. Yeah. Right. And I think when we think about how mentally challenging things can be, where where do we have opportunities? Where do we have opportunities? And we have places like Good Soul Yoga, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, Good Soul Hot yeah. Yoga. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much to everyone who tuned in to this week's segment of The L Show. I am your host, Dr. Nicole Eastman, pharmacist and owner of Rose Pharmacy and Boutique Apothecary. And a huge thank you to my guest host, Patty Alvarez. For those of you who missed any part of this show, I hope you go back and look at it or any of our previous shows, you can find them on WSICnews.com or you can watch by following them on Facebook. We're also on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. This um, is our 10th episode and we'd love to hear your thoughts and feedback. Any topic ideas um, or any questions that you have, you can call 1-844-STUDIO-4 or 1-844-788-3464. Um, excuse me. I once again invite you to come and visit me at the store, 2035 Jaton Road, Suite B in Cornelius, uh, directly behind the McAllister's Deli and the Circle K. And we do have so much to offer and can personally help you with your healthcare journey, no matter where you are on that road. For example, we feature some very beautiful, super high quality loose leaf teas by Club Magic Hour that are specifically blended to support things like gut health, 
digestion, sleep, and overall mental well-being. So if you would like to come by for tasting, we can have ourselves a little tea time. Um, please feel free to call me at the store, 704-255-6172, so that we can arrange it. Patty, thanks again for being our host today. Um, we can find more about her Instagram and Facebook, Good Soul Hot Yoga. Her website is goodsoulyoga.com. And ladies, make sure you are blocking off that 3 to 4 p.m. time slot every Friday for the L Show, and we want this to be our happy hour. Thank you, and we'll see you next week. The new 105.9, 100.7 WSIC, Statesville, Mooresville, North Charlotte.